Hello, folks, and welcome to 2D1C episode 194, Child Slave, slave from Home Drone Pilots. Um, because, you know, it's bad. Look, it's horrible. It's a horrible episode. <coughs> Jason, how are you? Yes, I'm, I'm good. I don't think there's actually dr any drone piloting that's talked about, but I figured, you know, you might as well just go for, go for broke on a good title, so... I mean, the, the children's are doing some kind of labor. Um, so yeah, they're doing some labors. <laughs> Basically, I'm smoking, and Jason's probably drinking something delicious. I have. Uh, this is a strange phenomena. Hold on, let me get the camera so I can see here. Uh, ba -ba 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 -ba. Strange phenomena. Okay. Strange phenomena. This is a interdimensional, interdimensional lager from War Pigs. Um, Pigs. Okay. What do we got going on here? Uh, there's. Oh, wait, wait. Oh, oh, cool. There's a. Dude, that's dragon sick. graphic. Yeah, there we go. And we've got to, some poetry here. A dream that once shone bright only to burn like a falling star, reborn from the flames, I have returned. Wah, 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 wah. Sick, dude. So, is it pretty good? It's pretty good. How is it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's pretty good. It's um, very. Uh, I mean, it's 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 got the lagerish. Um, I wish I could. It almost reminds me of uh, um, an ESB. So, no, no, kidding. maybe black no lager. Maybe that's more like huh. it. I mean, the uh, the the, the, hop, the hops is the hops is there, but it's a uh, it's got a good bitterness to it. So, definitely good very stuff. Nice. It is very nice. It's got good good tone. Good yeah. Good look to it. I like man. I tried to have a, a love gun tonight with dinner. Uh, we we popped oh. out uh, strangely B doves, which I haven't been to in, in forever, uh, and it, it was nice. They had some new sauces that I tried. I was like, oh, that's pretty good. But I tried to order a love gun cream ale from Heavy Rift because man, I I dig on that shit, and uh, they were out of it. But so I ended Aww. up with a, a Stone Tangerine Express IPA instead. No shit. And um, those are those are potent. But but pretty tasty, man, for kind of a, a, a fruit infusion. Uh, straw. I mean, you know, stone. They don't fuck around. They're they're like, well, nah. we could make this five percent alcohol, but we think it'd be better at eight and a half. Um, so, <laughs> just probably what it was. That's pretty good though. But I, I probably would have rather had the love gun. But anyway, no drinking for me. I think I I think I've got a Modelo in the fridge though. Oh my gosh! After party. Um, but <laughs> holy shit balls. It's anyway. Modelo season. Hey, it's summer, man. Um, so we've got two, like, I'm, I mean, I think pretty startling uh, articles for you all tonight. Um, and, and the first one you kind of alluded to with the title is about child labor. So NPR has an article that says uh, child labor violations are on the rise as some states look to loosen their rules on child labor. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. um, it, basically it seems like since the pandemic and the work shortage – Mm -hmm. This has started to happen, Jason. So what what's oh, special yeah. here? Um well, you know, it's is uh it's interesting. Um I I find once again, you know, you, you gotta kinda look at the meat of what's going on here. So you, you, you gave the gave the big the big uh shocking news, right? It's on the rise, like et cetera, et cetera. In the last uh, oh, yeah. seven years or something. Yeah. Like yeah. So, so it's, it's not it's, like what a little it? bit of rise. It's pretty big. Yep. Yep. So yeah. uh, three three thousand eight hundred seventy six cases in twenty twenty two. Man, 
4.6 per case violations. That's crazy. So just for some perspective, though, um, uh, back in, I believe it was uh, 2001, uh, it looks like those child labor laws were up near 10,000 a year. So they used to be pretty yeah. high, right? Yeah, so now, before before anybody gets their britches yeah. jacked up, especially because this article, well, they provide a graph that just shows the extremely how awful it was about in 20 years ago. Yeah. You know, it's They're... it's dropped. It bottomed out in like 14, 15. 15. I think they said 15 and then was the low point, yeah. and now it's yeah. been kind of growing yeah. a little bit. Still, but it was still, still bigger back in 2008. Than it is yes, right it was. now. Yeah. So, so, but they don't say that in the article, folks. But they no, do well, give you the graphic. Because you know the article isn't about you know factual objective truth. It's about stating the mission, and the mission is that um, we who is this? This is Jessica Lumen from the Wage and Hour Division. Uh, you know they're they're making sure they're doing more outreach and education. They're also doing more investigations, which shockingly. Usually led leads to... to more numbers, but that's okay. <laughs> um, I do I do like her though because you know she's talking about holding employers accountable, but it's also the community, the school, and the parents. And let's be honest, she's right. It's probably the parents because if A these are minors, yeah, um, it, that's yeah. possible. So I think this this is somewhat tangential, but what I heard um, is that part of the immigration policy changes um, kind of under under Trump and then that, that Biden didn't change for the longest time, and I think just changed a couple months ago, had made it so that if you were underage um, and knew someone in America who was in some way, shape, or form related to you, you could come in, and, and they wouldn't send you right back. If you're an adult, you're going back. And so from wow. what I understand... What that led to was people kind of like calling up friends, you know, or people they kind of knew in the States and sending their kids to them, right? Um, right, right. Um, but also situations of kids trapped at the border because they can't find anybody, right? And right. then, you know, Uncle Dave calls up and says, yeah, I know Esteban, you know, and Esteban's like, yeah, I know an Uncle Dave. And next thing you know, you're living with some guy named Dave who's in Michigan and he's making you work at the factory nights. Because that, that's one of the things that I heard was that a lot of kids were coming in illegally and they're, they're going to school during the day and they're working these and jobs they're working at night. they're working jobs at night. Right. Yeah. Um, and, you know... Uh, my, my employers never double-checked, I think, my age whenever I was applying to places, right? So, you know, when, when you were doing things that didn't require anything but a high school diploma or less, right? So, yeah. I mean, I, and again, I, I think the employers probably know, and I think it's probably fucked up, especially the factory situations is pretty pretty messed up, right? Yeah, and it sounds like there's, in this article, they do have a big chunk about um, underage migrant workers, which is incredibly crazy because like that's one of those things where it's like you need like you need money and resources to go after shit like that mm -hmm. because one how do you nobody's reporting really, that shit well yeah they're undocumented they workers right yeah and then two i don't think there's really a whole lot of public outcry to go after that because nobody wants their groceries bill to triple or quadruple right. 
overnight because that, that's essentially what will happen. No matter no matter how anybody feels about it, if we round right. up every company or farm that's using, you know, undocumented workers, your grocery bill is going to be fucked by a lot, um, which is awful yeah. because everything is awful. But these poor kids, that's it's fucked up. Um, the the factory work is very distressing to it me. Um, that's not an environment for a kid. Um, and it's not just that industrial places are dangerous. Those, and from my personal experience, that's not an environment for kids with the workers. No, of course. They, they're, you know, same thing like a construction zone, uh, mm. meat packing. And like the thing with like meat packing is it's, I mean, one, it's not that kids aren't unsanitary, but it, you know, you got all kinds of sanitary stuff. So there's chemicals and you've got all kinds of, you know, craziness going on. Uh, I knew a guy that was a butcher. He had some really awful stories and it's, it's, you know, meat processing on scale at speed. And that's just not right. You, you ever cut yourself while you're working on something? Can't imagine. I don't want anything yeah, to do with I, that, right? Like I was in a I was in a place that did eggs. They yeah. did egg egg, you know, they uh, uh homogenized them. It's not a place for kids. I'm sure. You you're you're, sure. you're like 13 years old. You you can't pay attention. You don't there's yeah. no way. It's just that's all fucked up stuff. Um Yeah. But you're, it but is, you're it right is, too that uh like you know there's not an outcry about most of the stuff cuz people either don't know what's going on, we're pleased yeah. with the cheap product and now, you, you mentioned already the produce stuff. I, I remember Morgan Spurlocker did a, a, a little documentary on that. He went and, like, picked apples or pears or something in, a, you know, a, an orchard down in Florida one, one afternoon. Like, in a, and they paid you by, like, how much you picked, you know. Mm-hmm. So, like, he, he, he got a guy down there who was doing it to kind of coach him, to try to prepare him for it. He went out, and he worked, like, I think they did like a 10-hour day or something, and he, and he earned, I think it was like $12 or something. And he's like, holy shit. Like, whew, yeah. it's a lot of fucking work. But then he dug into the numbers just like you said, and he said, well, you know, if we paid them, if we paid you a decent wage, then your apple would be $15 in apple. Yep. So that's, Yeah. You know, yeah. and you're like, and this whole argument that like, well, immigrants are stealing our jobs. You're like, not, not the jobs you want, bro. Not the yeah. And and this this is want. this is probably the other wild thing about this. It's you kind of guess. I guess you mentioned the pandemic, and and this is maybe something that this. I mean, this article didn't. I don't think it actually mentioned it, but like to me, that's what I started thinking. Like, well, maybe it's the fact pandemic. that nobody's going nobody back to, to these fucking jobs. Well, yeah. That they're having to, you know, start scraping the bottom of the barrel and hitting up kids. Right. Well, and how problematic this stuff is because a lot of these jobs are, I mean, we need people to work these jobs. So we have the yeah. goods and services that we want to have. And yep. yet there aren't enough people who want are, are willing to do that kind of hard work when there's easy money to be made somewhere else um, doing yeah. something that's a little more cushy. And there's yep. not enough people to go around anymore because yep. COVID killed everybody. And and then my my other thing it. of it's it, mass well, retirement, you know. right? But it was mass retirement, death, and uh, and pivots. Everybody pivoted, 
right? Yeah, because 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 the job market got super good good. So you don't. Yeah. People were like, "Oh, I don't really have to stay and eat this shit." Fuck you. Basically, um, yeah. So right. I mean, I I I, I don't really. Yeah, I mean, I don't really know anything about Minnesota, but uh, Minnesota and Iowa uh, introduced bills in January to allow teenagers to work in construction and meat packing plants. Um, the terrible. Iowa bill would also let some youth under 16 drive themselves to work and extend the hours teenagers could work. I mean, this is some pearl clutching about allowing 16-year-olds to drive themselves to work. Dude, if you have a fucking license, you can drive yourself to work. So Ooh, under, I'm, I'm sorry. Under I'm sorry. 16. Is under 16. Youth yeah. under. Oh, let some youth yeah. under 16. But you can't yeah. legally get a license. That's exactly. That's what's so weird about it, right? Because the first okay, time that's... I read this, I was like, that's stupid. Of course, 16-year-olds can fucking drive this to work. But yeah, then I reread it, and it's like, no, it says youth under 16. Um, Are they going to so lower their driving? Driving age? I get maybe give them like a permit that allows them just to drive to and from work. Like I know when you get out of oh my prison, God. sometimes you get one of those, right? You get a permit that's like I can drive to my house, to the grocery store, and uh, the gas station, and then back and forth to work. That's all I'm allowed to drive, but I can technically okay. drive, you know? So um, so this, this bullshit, and then currently, as of the, you know, uh, recording of this Iowa and their fucking six-week abortion ban. Oh, this God, pretty much so. this pretty much solidifies that Iowa stands for idiots out walking around. That is a fucking state <laughs> that should should the zombie apocalypse happen, there would be no zombies there because if they're searching for brains, they won't be in that state. <laughs> uh, at I all. mean, I I think it might be a long-term plan, Jason, to try to make sure we increase the population to such an extent that we have plenty of child labor to go around. Oh, so maybe they are smart. Holy shit, I never thought about that. Good job, Iowa. Excellent work. Um, Way to plan ahead, Iowa. Uh, I mean, yeah. I, perfect. <laughs> now, it only takes, you know, 15 years for us to see the returns on these, but man. Yeah, that's less, that's less than does. a generation. That's less than a generation. They're, uh, 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 maybe, maybe the Iowa folk are... Uh, clever fucking Iowa. Excellent. Um, I, no, I love I love Jessica Dunker, the president and CEO of the Iowa Restaurant <laughs> Association. Having kids get the opportunity to work is important. Mm. Mm. Really? Is it? Oh, I'm they can. Thinking... They can. Oh, oh, yeah, because you can learn work ethic and work skills. What the you, fuck does that mean? You know, I grew up. I, we I, we both grew up in small towns, like, and we're so used to hearing that kind of shit. But let me tell you, as someone who's you don't you don't learn work ethic. First of all, you yeah, don't learn it's work something ethic. You have or you don't have. And if you're learning it, you're learning it as you're growing up. You learn it when like you're yeah. five and you're raking fucking leaves and you're like, I fucking yeah. hate this. And your dad's like, You got to do it anyway. That's when you're learning work ethic, right? Um, mm -hmm. Not I'm 16 and got my first job flipping burgers. You either have it at that point or you don't. And I yeah. so I studied child psych, right? I finally like did this. I took a master's class on it, and I can tell you that all the studies out there say that it's very bad for someone who's still in high school to be working at the same time that it diminishes their health their mental health and kind of their their education in general and their outlook on life now i worked through high school and college like like again i'm not throwing any stones here but the the, the only one i would like truly agree with yeah, I mean, the, but the only one I would truly agree with out of all that is the outlook on life. Because I will say that when I worked in high school delivering auto parts, and I met adults and worked with adults, mm -hmm. 
And yeah, man. How that... sad they are. Yeah. Yep. Holy fuck. Yep. You're 45 hey. and your job is delivering auto parts, the same as a 17 year old kid. Right. No, holy I, fuck. I worked balls. at an um, auto parts place too, and I, I got one of the routes eventually, and I was running from store to store delivering stuff. And, um, you know, I'm still, whenever I pop into those auto parts stores, I see some of the same dudes who were old when I was working there. And again, I was 17, 18, you know. Um, yeah, yeah, it's rough. And, and, you know, they're beat down and they're stuck in this small town and there's no nothing to do and no place to go. Yay. Yeah. Phenomenal. Yeah, you, you aren't wrong. You aren't wrong. But they say it takes away from your time to study, et cetera, et cetera. So, like, oh, yeah. this notion that, like, working is very important for teenagers. It's like, yeah, so I can blow money at a concert or something. Like, that's yeah. not important from, like, again, work, learning work ethic or something or development. You're going to have to work all your fucking life. Why yeah, start why now? Get, why get, yeah, why get to it so Why rush into it, yeah. But, and we, and some of us have to, and I get that, and when, you know, I grew yeah. up pretty poor, like, I, I get it. Like, again, I'm not throwing stones here, but this this is the bullshit line that conservatives throw out all the time, where they're like, well, it's important for you to get that work ethic um, and, and job experience, and you're like, how is your job experience, like, working at Walmart... Yeah. Or right, or flipping a burger at, at Wendy's, or you know, stocking does, a shelf at a, at a grocery store. That, that's not going to fucking help you with life skills, man. No, like, what, what I mean you you'll 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 learn how to do bullshit jobs and maybe hate them to the point where you're like, well, I definitely have to go to college and do something because right. I, I definitely mean, don't want to fucking do right. this. I definitely don't want. Right? Um, but how how often have I seen it be ex- the exact opposite, where they're like, "Well, Ex- yes. I got a paycheck, and I, so I'm earning three hundred dollars. I can live off three hundred dollars every two weeks." And you're like, "That's because I'm paying for your room, your board, your food, your mm-hmm. car insurance, your cell phone." Like, fucking asshole. Like, yeah, if I had no bills, I could live off fucking three hundred dollars. Uh, are you serious? Yeah. Three three hundred dollars spending money is what you're talking about. Um, so I I see that backfire all the time. Too. Uh- I'll, and here's 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 my whole thing about how it will definitely crush your soul is, and I'll never forget this one because I still remember it to this day. I may not remember a lot of shit, but I do remember this: is that the dispatch lady at the auto parts store? It was me and this other kid. We were working Saturday morning. He was in high school too, yeah. and I don't know what we were talking about, but she was like, "Yeah, high school years were the best years of my life," oh, and I'm like, "Gross, gross, holy fuck, fuck balls." That's brutal. Um, but speaking of shitty jobs <laughs> and working them, we'll, we'll transition to this last bit. Um, and this is an older article. This is from February. This shocked me. This shocked me, though. So yeah. is, is this true? It says, uh, what, you read 30%. It. So we got a uh, – in January, uh, according to – I don't know what who WHF Research, a data collection project. So a think tank put this together, and they're saying that 30% of all work happened in, at home in January of this year, six times the rate in 2019. Uh, yeah. Washington, other large urban chambers, share of remote work is close to half. The nation's biggest city, entire office buildings sit empty. I do want to note. I want to know that. But I believe this is one of Jason's predictions. It is. Post-pandemic. It is. Because that, and, and you, you why laid it out. in the why in the fuck if you were a business and you could get your business shit done by having people sit at home in their pajamas on a fucking laptop, why would you why would you lease do buildings it? and office and if space? If productivity went up, 
when you did that, of course you're fucking mm-hmm. going to do that, right? Um, and this article kind of lays all that out. Like, why has it happened? Well, employers are competing for people, and people want to work mm-hmm. from home. But also they've noticed that workers work like an average of an hour and a half longer and get more shit done when they work from home. Like, so the big hang-up was, and I think you talked about this too, I think we talked about this on another episode, was what do you do with that fucking office space that you leased or bought then? And so what they've decided to do since they've leased it for like five years, ten years or bought it is to do hybrid shit. You come in two, three days mm-hmm. a week and you work from home the other two or three, which ironically, my, my parents, uh, two of my parents are doing right now, uh, which is insane. I mean, this, it's, it's not a bad, not a, not a bad idea. You know, you've got this, nobody comes in Mondays and Fridays. Um, let's see. Work from home. Yep. It's kind of cool. Uh, let's see. I mean, I enjoyed working from home for the most part. I missed some of the, you know, interactions with, with my peers, but not not all of them, I mean, you know? So so here's here's a here's a good one. So 49% of desks empty in Chicago, 53 in DC, 51 in New York and Los Angeles. I mean, that's that's a massive amount of oh, yeah. you know, places now. And then you got mayors, tax collectors, and downtown businesses. The work boom has seeded uh, financial disaster. New York alone is, suppo- is projecting to see $12 billion less in expenditure- expenditures in downtown Manhattan because people great. aren't there. I mean, horrible. That's horrible. Because there's probably a lot of small business too, right? Oh, but, yeah. Less so, consumer spending, less transit we, use. We, we talked about this though before when we talked about the episode where everyone was moving out of the cities – and we're are working remotely from other cities where you know real estate was less expensive. We're not fucking idiots here. If you're gonna pay me and let me work wherever I want, why would I live in downtown Manhattan? Yeah, why why, why spend all why spend that huge amount of money of it's your own expensive. salary? Yeah, yeah. Fuck and, and and again, especially if I'm like just out of college or some shit, you know, um, I want to save up. I want to buy a house. I want to start a family. Like, so. Yeah, it's yeah. it's kind of I mean, smart. Yeah, and and everybody's got everybody has their own fucking finger in the pie for their money. There's a this Ben Zwig, who's the CEO of Revilio Labs. He's a workforce intelligence company. Now, now people like this, the, these are agenda motherfuckers because he's saying, you know, oh, young people are more likely to want to work in person and benefit from working in person. But also for young people, it's much more important to be in a city, especially if they're single and dating. Look, bro, you are so full of fucking shit. And this cocksucker just can't, he can't stop. He's like, you end up in meetings where some people are in person, some wrote, and that's the worst of both worlds. People go to the office and spend their days on Zoom calls. They end up thinking, why the hell did I come? Well, first of all, some people have jobs that they have to be in the office. Second of all, I do hybrid meetings like that. And it's not the worst of both worlds. Yeah, so you, you, you the, the problem sometimes. the problem with this fuckface is he doesn't like it. He can't adapt. So fuck this asshole. Right, or it's bad for his business, right? Because he's well, like that's, a probably the, that's probably that's probably that's probably the right? real like, problem is that right. he's he's you know he's probably losing money on it. So of course probably. you'd be angry. Probably. Yeah, it makes yeah. sense. But yeah, I think the office in in the big city is going to become obsolete. Um, and I don't believe for a second that young people are flocking to the city to date. You go there on a date, right? And again, mm-hmm. so what, what young people and everybody else has kind of realized over time is that you don't want to live in the city. 
You want to live, live near the city. Oh, all the this shit's guy there. is a total... F- That's all you need. This guy is a total fucking lying is piece of shit. Is this the castle guy, or who is this? Who the fuck is this? So, this is Revilio Labs. Okay. You know what these cockfuckers do? No. Harness the world of publicly available data to understand and track the workforce. This so, pile of shit They make is, money off of this kind of shit, yeah, basically. The most okay. powerful and flexible workforce API. In addition to providing workforce data through data feeds and dashboard use. So they like let you spy on your employees to make sure that they're getting their shit done? Is that what that is? It's a workforce intelligence. Absorb and standardize hundreds of millions of public employment records to create the world's first universal HR database. Holy fuck. That's nonsense. No. Founded in 2018. Oh, well that's why he's pissed. <laughs> It's a fucking uh, it's a it's a fucking record scraping company. Yeah, they're basically calling the internet shit. to find out where you work, right? Um, yeah, fun, good for them. Um, the most important yeah. resource of any company is its workforce. Wow. I mean, sure, but I don't I don't know why I would need a company like that to tell me it. Meaningful um, business change through workforce data. Oh my god. Unified job titles, skills, activities, and companies. Fuck me. <laughs> to attract or retain the best talent, employers need to understand how to meet the needs of current and incoming employees. And his company is in a position to help bridge the data gap in the labor market and provide the insight to optimize human capital decision making. Well, so I can basically, tell you what they want right now to work from home, probably, and get paid more. That's what people want. And good health care. How about that? Yeah, I mean, like, you don't need somebody to... F- I mean, like, you hire a place to do a fucking market analysis. Fuck. Jesus fucking Christ. Unreal. This is all bullshit, too. This should have been on our other our other episode of It's All Bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, uh, you know, I mean, I guess whenever the labor force is crunched, and again, it's, it's kind of a worker's market, you need help trying to attract people. Um, you let them work from home or you give them good benefits. I think that's great. Um, but, it, and again, I think you did predict this, that there would be so much of a win-win from working remotely that a lot of companies would find a way to do it um, as yeah. long as they could. You know, I don't think I'm going to be able to do it. I don't think they're going to let me start teaching remotely all the time from home or anything. But um, I think a lot of things would. I don't, you know, healthcare won't. Obviously, manufacturing won't be able to really do that. But if you just had an office gig, yeah, maybe. You know, why not? I feel like this is really more divisive than it should be, though. Like, I'm trying to. Ah, my fucking internet browser is fucking being retarded here. Hold on. Are you still digging into that company? No, no, no. So I, I, I looked back into the article and I found the other quote I wanted to talk about. So uh, you've got uh, uh, Prithwarsha uh, Chandrahari. He says, actually, I think the all-remote model doesn't exist. There's no company in the world that never asks employees to meet occasionally. It's an interesting statement, right? Um, Because this is kind of counter to the work, work from anywhere offer. Um, you know, you got yeah, forward-thinking companies take work from anywhere concept to its logical conclusion, operating with no office at all, which is kind of what I was suggesting. Yep. So companies are meeting in ranches, teams are meeting in railway stations, airports. Why not? Um, 
corporate leaders can choose to frame the remote work environment as an opportunity or a threat. And uh, this is somebody else. Who the fuck is this fuck yeah. face talking? And if I if if I were a CEO, I would frame this as an opportunity. Yeah, because that's good. Yeah. I think that's Chaudhry still. I think I think that's the same guy. Uh, no, Ch- it's Larson, somebody else. Larson, yeah. Okay. So this guy, oh, he's a young bro, but uh, he's a professor at Harvard. Yeah. I mean, I I would definitely frame it as an opportunity, right? I would say one of the perks of working here is you can live wherever the hell you want, which also means I can hire anybody available, right? So pretty I'm much, not I think I th- people who are in the the city I'm in. Yeah, who who can who can commute in? Yeah, I mean that's that's, that's my I mean, you know, my my job is essentially if as long as I have a solid inter- internet connection and uh, there's no system issues, I can do 100 percent of my job, including my meetings completely mobile why not now now the fucked up thing is that then you know that also means that you're essentially never not work available to work you're always yeah yeah well that's true right so i guess that's that takes be wherever you want yeah keep working right Uh, but but i hear you and i've been i've been in some gigs like that before man i get it it is interesting i feel like it's it's a it depends right I, i mean i said that too it really depends on what kind of job it is so it does. You know, it HR, does. IT. Sure. You can do that remotely. You know, payroll workers, contractors, people pick up the phone when you call customer service. You know, um, I'll give you a perfect sense. example is my uh, my car insurance, um, the uh, broker. Um, the physical address is in uh, Dyer, Indiana. Hmm. But when you call in, it's the guy whose name is on the you know is the name of the actual agency it's his son who works in florida he lives in florida he works from home so every time i call into the office my call is routed to florida fun yeah got support those locals there jason you're uh... Uh, apparently yeah i didn't know i was like i called in and like it you know this kid kid sounding adult picks up and i'm like (laughs) the fuck is this and like, I'm talking to him <laughs> and then I, I don't know what we were talking about but somehow we got onto the topic of like remote yeah. work and he's like oh yeah actually I'm in Florida I live here and I'm like no kidding he's like oh yeah and I'm like oh wow okay. and then hey, I realized then somewhere like I, I called him again or something and like I finally caught his name and I'm like oh shit you're the name of the agents. Yeah, ah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. You're the kid. Okay, okay. I gotcha. I gotcha. That's fun. But no, I mean, and that's been a thing for a while, right? Like, I called to cancel my internet at the old house, and I got hooked up with a guy who works for Spectrum in San Antonio. You know, and we're, ta- we're talking about, like, well, how's Texas right now, you know? Like, so that's always been a thing, right? The difference, I guess, yeah. now is you could be working from home and working for these companies that are based all yeah. over the place, right? Um, yeah. Which is, I don't know. Again, I think it's probably good. Uh, but does it does I, it I separate do, us more from each other? I don't know. Are, are there kinds? Well, yes. I, I, I do agree that it does separate us. Um, so here's the wild thing, and I'm, I'm really shocked that nobody is sort of like, pointed the obvious out this article does make mention of it that we're saving like 70 minutes of commute a day um yeah i mean honestly this is like an environmentalist wet dream right like how do you stop all the car po- how do you start all stop all the car pollution 
You don't uh, drive to work every day. You don't drive to work. Out, now, you, right? you could, if if you weren't smart enough, you'd be like, oh, the, but the computers and the power and the blah, blah, blah. And it's like, but it's not right. in one giant building with massive, you know, Air, heat exchangers yeah, and well, HVAC yeah. and running that. It's just your house, which you normally would be using. It's still the same power for your laptop. It's just at a different location. It's kind of really good, right? I mean, I think I mean, we it, did see yes. a drop in pollution rates uh, in, in the heart of the pandemic there, and then it started picking back up again. And it was because many of us weren't allowed to go in. So the bosses had to adapt to this shit so we could figure out how to make it work unless you were essential. Yeah, yeah. man, this is a win-win. So now electric cars that can only go 20 miles on a charge, not a big deal because I'm not driving any place. Right? I just got to go to the gas station or the, or the the store down the road and in uh, the gym and and, and the, back home. The hybrid and hybrid work doesn't necessarily have to mean like oh you have to come in once a week. So I was looking, uh, well, no, I wasn't looking. I got uh, scouted by a headhunter for a Ooh. hybrid job, and it was yeah. it was literally three weeks a month. You work from home one week. You go in. Oh, there you go. Well, and then, you know, and, I mean, one, I'm not looking for a job. Two, uh, the the go-in was about an hour and a half away, so. Ooh, yeah, so a, you'd maybe, mm, that's not great. So, like, I was thinking about it, and I'm like, well, if the pay was good enough, Buy and I could swing there. it, well, just, like, you know, rent, like, Airbnb. a long-term, yeah, yeah. Or, or, you know, yeah. or, like, a, one of those um, suites, you know. Yeah. Rent it for a week, or Airbnb. Find yeah, find a Airbnb. find a you know a bunch of like I to me I'm like well if if I would do it the ultimate solution would be to like find a uh, a group of tradesmen. Okay. That like go there and be like mm-hmm. hey, let's get a bunch of dudes, let's rent a fucking house, we'll pool mm-hmm. our money, and it'll be cheap as shit for everybody. There you go. And we're not all, all all there at the same time, ever. Correct, Amundo. That's kind of cool. Yep. Work from home. Well, I don't know. Sounds, sounds like a dream. I don't know. I, I could dig it. I did all right with it. I was working two jobs, though, then, and doing 40 hours a week for the one and, like, teaching three online classes at the same time. No, four. Four. It's um, a lot. It was a lot, but... Because I was doing it from home, you know, I just do ten-hour days and kind of swing both both jobs, and uh, I could do it. It was it was a bit crazy, but I did it. Yeah, I, I did a lot of my professor stuff late at night, but you know, get it done. Yeah. Anyway, right. hi- hybrid for the win. Is this the right thing? I don't know. Um, do we got anything I'd else to say about these two? Child labor no. is the future. Um, labor from home is the future. I mean, don't don't move to Iowa if you're gonna have kids. <laughs> Definitely fucking not. Well, well, no, 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 no. Because because I, I was maybe I should say move to Iowa if you want to have kids for sure and make sure they end up in labor. <laughs> Get that extra income. That's horrible. That's horrible. Go Iowa. Jesus. Yeah. That, folks, I think we'll probably catch you all next week. Hope you enjoyed this one. Um, yeah, man. We'll, we'll get you next time. Fuck. Fucking Iowa, dude. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit.